Hello, everybody. My name is Gabby, and welcome to Read Between the Scene. And in this podcast, we are going to be talking about how there is always one, if not many, things different between the books and the movies. So we're here to break that down and find out what was left out, added, or changed to make the movies or show better or worse. In this episode, the third in our series, we're going to be talking about Twilight, a series written by Stephanie Myers. Let's get into it. Twilight is a book written by Stephanie Myers in 2005, and it was turned into a film in 2008. This movie stars Christian Stewart, Robert Pattinson, Taylor Lautner, and Billy Burke. This story follows 17-year-old Bella Swand, who moves to Forks, Washington, from Phoenix, Arizona, to live with her father. And in an instant, she falls in love with Edward, who's a vampire. Her life is endangered when James, a sadist vampire, decides he would like to hunt her. One thing I'd like to point out before we start talking th- about the differences is that I've always loved these movies, and I guess I never realized how much they had changed until my grandmother read the books to me. So I was like completely shocked by some of the changes that they made. Bella Swan isn't the best role model for how one should balance their school life. The girl spends so much time with her boyfriend and she's ready to die for him. But in the movies, they make her more like this loner type. So she doesn't actually have Stephanie Myers reign her. In both the book and the movies, Bella is seen on multiple occasions with her friend group consisting of Jessica, Angela, Mike, and Eric. And while she does share some scenes with them in the movies, she doesn't really get the full effect that she had in the book with her friends, and I feel like that's a little upsetting to me personally. While we're on the topic of Bella Swan, in the book, Bella has a relationship with her father, Charlie, and it's complicated and an interesting one, to say the least, in both the books and the movie. When it got adapted onto screen, one change was made to their dynamic, and it was kind of interesting. I still don't really understand why they did it. In Stephanie Meyer's book, Bella and Charlie don't spend as much time as the diner at the diner eating blueberry cobbler like they did in the movies. In the book, Bella is something of a cook and she makes meals at home for her and Charlie. This might seem like a minor change, but the Twilight movies would not have been the same, I don't think, if Christian Stewart was always in the kitchen serving her dad up another new recipe. And it shows a different version of a teenager that Myers had painted more traditional, I think. And so I'm not really a big fan of this change. I wish they kind of would have kept it the same because I think it would have changed how the movie and like the relationship between the characters was portrayed. In the book, Bella moves to Forks, Washington and starts school in January. In the movie, her move and start date is later and it shifted to March in order to condense the plot points for only two hours. I think that the longer timeline gave Bella more time to like get used to Forks and to meet Edward and everything. And while I understand why they changed it, I feel like they definitely should have given them a little bit more time to get to know each other before they just gung-hoed right into the romance. We all remember that scene, right? The one where Bella meets the Cullens? Well, it went a little bit differently in the book. First, she shows up in an ankle-length khaki skirt. And all the Cullens except for Emmett and Rosalie are waiting to meet her. In the movie, the scene is livened up a bit. And thankfully, there's no khaki skirt. Carlisle, Esme, and Emmett are making Italian food based on the sensibility and assumption that 
Bella is Italian because of her name. In the book, Bella's clumsiness makes her terrified at the dance. Alice dresses her up and Edward takes her to prom. And she protests almost to the point where she's in tears. In the movie, however, they make it less more dramatic at this point and instead having Bella act mildly okay with going to prom. Here's the change that essentially sets up the next franchise, though, is the fact that Victoria was at the prom. And that was never stated in the book. And if it was, we would have, like, known because, like, Edward would have had, like, a sense that she was there. And that wasn't present in the book. And so I think that was, like, a weird kind of director change. But I feel like it honestly works because it sets up the next couple installments of the franchise. There's only one more plot line that I'd like to talk about. And it's starting in the first movie. It's established that the Cullen family wears the Cullen crest around their neck. It's a symbol that involves a roaring lion standing over three clovers and an open hand above its head. In the movies, the Cullens are often seen sporting the Cullen crest, but it's a completely new concept created for the movies. My guess is that the Cullen crest was created for the movie to create some uniform to the vampire family's look and their loyalty to each other. And honestly, it was likely added to sell some merchandise too, because I remember when I was little, all the teenagers always wanted to have like a Cullen crest and everything and I even had one at one point so I I feel like that was definitely a smart change and it honestly works it kind of makes it more interesting too to see like everybody have that like cer certain crest around their neck um to sum it all up I honestly really like both the books and the movies I obviously think the books have more detail but I feel like for what they got for time to make the movies I feel like the cast did an amazing job and Though they did change some things, I feel like they really did keep true to the most important parts. Thank you guys. This is all I had for this week. Um, thank you for tuning in again. Next week we're going to be talking about The Outsiders by Essie Hinston. Um, a special thanks to Mix Shaw for letting me use her podcasting room to make this podcast for you guys. I really love next week's book, so I'm super excited to talk about it. So I hope you all stay tuned. And as always, read between the scenes.